in Daf Kafchet Hamadalef, statistics can tell us nothing about individuals. Bechezkat Shehu Kayam. We will learn a lot of things in the sugya in the few minutes that we have together, and in the process of learning the sugya, we'll understand or get some insights into the role of logic in in halacha. What happens when something isn't making logical sense in halacha? To what extent is there a readiness of the poskim to deal with that and to and to confront that? So we'll get a bit of insight into that. Uh, the posik that we need to understand is the halacha of a coin when he does looks at a house that has tzarat back in Pasha's Matsuro, uh, and he looks and he inspects it and he sees it's the right size and color. He leaves the house and closes the door, and after he closes the door of the house, that's called hesker, that's, that's the closing, which begins the counting of seven days. And the Gemara in Chulin asks, how does he know that between the time of leaving the house and closing the door, the tzarat hasn't shrunk in size and maybe it's not tzarat anymore and therefore the hesker, the closing of the house, is not a valid closing and the seven days shouldn't, shouldn't start. If it isn't tzarat, then the whole process doesn't work. How does he know it's still tzarat? He left it as tzarat, but he, but he hasn't looked at it for a few moments. Once he's closed the door, the process starts. But there's a moment between diagnosis and, and, and the cure. And during that, that moment, maybe it is the diagnosis has changed. Maybe it isn't tzarat. So we learn from there. The Gemara learns from there. Uki milte achazke. That's where we... That, that's where we uh, apply the idea of a chazoke, and the idea of a chazoke is a, a, an assumption of status quo. When something, when you see something, when you observe something, and there's not, no event that disrupted what you saw, you assume it hasn't changed. You left home this morning, and your family was Baruch Hashem all well. You don't say Kaddish and Shul because maybe somebody died. Everybody was well. So you, you, we, we assume that things are as we left them unless we know that something disruptive has happened, something has changed. The, uh, and that's where we learn chazaka from, this idea of, of there are many different chazakot. We've often talked about that in halakha. Halakha is how to make assumptions that create certainty in a world of uncertainty because we know so little. We can be certain of so little. If, we, if we're so uncertain of everything, how do we, how do we live? So we live based on assumptions. The assumptions that we base on are the halachic assumptions, one of which is chazaka, an assumption that things are the way I left them, that nothing has changed since, since I left them. That's where we learn chazaka from. So now we have a case in our Mishnah, a man gives a shaliach, a get, but he's very sick when he gives him the, the, the get, or he's very old. The shaliach goes on a ship, and two months later he arrives in Eretz Yisrael. And he delivers the get to the woman. But maybe the man is no longer alive and the woman's an almana already and then the get is in chal. And there are various nafkaminas, yibum and, and kuhuno, there are all sorts of nafkaminas as to whether she's a divorcee or she's a widow. How do we know? He left, when he left, this man was ill. Nevertheless, noten la kayam. The Mishnah says, we assume he's still alive. I left him and he was alive, I assume he's still alive. We'll talk at the end about how sick he has to be. This applies by a man who's old but not in his 80s. Because if in his 80s, you can't assume that he's still alive. And that he's sick, yes, because most ill people recover. 
And the Shilta Giborim says we're talking about a kind of regular illness, not about a stroke or a heart attack, God forbid, or cancer. We're talking about a person not feeling well. Most people recover from that. But an old man who is already over 80, or a goses, somebody who is dying, busy, he's very ill, and he's dying, where most people start the dying process, they finish the dying process. So then it doesn't play law. So Abaya challenges Rover, our same Rabbe, Abaya and Rover that we've been speaking about the last few weeks, says, so Rover in his style is just very very factual, very matter-of-fact, isn't that so? His, if he's over 80, doesn't work. If he's a says, doesn't work. These are the rules. Also, but we've got a, a, a Bryson that says, We have a Bryson that even if he was 100 years old when he, when he gave the get, you may assume he's still alive. If he's 100 years old and, and you assume he's still, still alive, certainly if he's 85 or 90, you can assume that he's still alive. That's a bias challenge to Rova. Don't be so factual up to, up to the cutoff is 80. If he's 79 and 364 days, then you can assume he's alive. If he's, if he's, 70, if he's 80, you can't assume that he's alive. That's not sort of how life works. Says the Gemara Tiyufta. That's a good, a good question. And so we reject Rova. And it seems that age then is not a relevant factor. If the man was alive, you assume he's alive no matter how old he is. And some say, a very interesting idea, says the Gemara. And some want to answer this by saying, once he's over eight, once he's at, reached 100, he has removed himself from the statistical group, sample group. He's no longer, he's already, you can say what the average lifespan is, but once you've already reached 100, 100 you're not part of the statistical sample, is the way that uh, one, one answer. And therefore, yes, if you're 100, you, you can assume you're still alive. If it was 100 when you left him, you can assume he's still alive. But if he was 90 when you left him, you can no longer assume he's alive. Let's go into the, in, directly into the riff. What's important here, we're dealing with, with Chazok, and although the Gemara talks about Rov, we're talking about a Rov. Rov is a majority of cases. Rov is the norm. And we're saying, Sherov cholim lechayim, because most sick people live. That, that's called a ruba de letter command. It's a natural, it's a natural statistic. It's not a counted up. We haven't made a, a, an actuarial count. That's the nature of the world. So it's really a Chazaka. That's, this, we're dealing here with, with dinim of chazakot, of assumptions that we can make. And a ruba de letter command, these types of, of rov, where we say most people this, most individuals that, most men this, most, most women that, that's chazaka. That's actually a form of chazaka. It's not strictly speaking rov. The Rif brings this, this halacha. Now, you know how the Rif works. The Rif doesn't talk a lot. He just brings the Gemara and cuts out what isn't relevant to halacha. And from what he cuts out, we learn how he, how he learns the Gemara. The Rif brings this Gemara and says, This but if he's a goses, if he's so sick that he's dying, then this doesn't apply. What do you notice in the Rif? What's the Rif left out? Age. Age. Age he doesn't mention. So he's, how is he paskening? He's accepting the tiyufta. When, when Abaya says, you can't just put a, an age cutoff, even a hundred you can assume that he's alive. So the Gemara, you're right. God, Rob is in trouble. We've got to accept Abaya. And then the Gemara says, or you can say that he's not part of the statistical sample, but the Rif doesn't bring that in. The Rif leaves that out. 
and says, we don't go by age, and, and, and that's where he paskins. And that's already from the Shittat HaKadmonim. There's, a, there's, a, there's some manuscripts were found, were found actually in the Hebrew University. They were given to the Hebrew University 100 years ago. They came from Marrakesh in Morocco. Um, and the, the, it's the Shittat HaKadmonim. It's many, many of the Rishonim that we didn't have written out. But not with a goses. He also just says, only a goses. But he doesn't. See, if the person is terribly ill, then it doesn't work. But if he's old, it doesn't matter. And the Rambam paskins like the riff. The Rambam mostly paskins like the riff. He brings the law of Goses, but he does not bring the law of age. Age is not, is not relevant. All you've got to worry about is how healthy he was. If he was, if he was ill with a mild illness, doesn't matter. You can assume he's alive. If he was on his deathbed, you can't assume he was alive. If he's very old, you can assume he was alive. Says the Rashbo, the Kaimelan Kabaya, we go like Abaya. Abaya who says that, um, that, that, uh, we, that age is not going to be the important thing. Even if he's 100, it's okay. What a statement of the Rashbo. Why does the Rif leave out age? Why does the Rambam leave out age? Says the Rashbo, because that Ibayat Ema answer in the Gemara, it's just to answer. It's just not to leave it as a question, but it's very weak. The question is much stronger than the answer. And therefore, we, get, we accept the, uh, the question, we, dis, we reject Rava, we accept Abaya that age is not a factor. You may assume the person is still alive, irrespective of what his age was. This is important in the insurance industry. That's in the reef as well. The Meiri explains what's wrong with that Ibaisema. And this is the important part to notice in Allah reasoning. Says the Meiri, Meiri, This is not a logical answer. To treat a hundred-year-old with more certainty of survival than an 80-year-old. It doesn't make sense because eventually a person's going to die. A hundred-year-old is closer to, the, to, to the de- his death than he was when he was 80. So you, to, to come along and say, if he's 80, if he's 85, we're going to say you can't assume he's still alive. Maybe he died. Because the, the sample range from 80 to 100, most people don't make it if, from 80 to 100. They, they die somewhere between 80 and 100. That's the sample range. But if you get to 100, now you're in a different category. Says the, the Miri, that doesn't make halachic sense. That you're going to treat a 100-year-old as more certain of continued survival than an, an 85-year-old. Doesn't make sense. Age is not a factor. You assume you left the person alive. He was healthy. You don't know what Hashem's plans are for the person. You assume the person is, is still alive, says the Me'iri. So here we see where the Me'iri throws in a logical absurdity and just says it doesn't make logical sense. So we reject the Ibaisema. Can you do that? Can you just come along and say, isn't that what the reform movement does? Isn't that what conservative does? This doesn't make sense, so let's drop it. doesn't apply today, let's drop it. How does the Me'iri say this? The Me'iri says this because he's explaining the riff. You can use logic to explain one of the Rishonim, or to explain the Gemara, or to explain a Mishnah. 
You can't create halacha with, 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 with human rationality. You can explain halacha with human rationality. And that's a really important difference to understand in the, in the practice of halacha, in the learning of halacha, and in the learning of Gemara. You've got to use your mind. As Rav Shimon Shkop says, particularly in Choshim Mishpat, in monetary laws and in the laws we're discussing here, you've got to use the rational mind. Hashem gave you that mind and you're dealing with rational laws. You've got to use your rational mind. But what we see here is you use your rational mind to explain a view in halacha. You don't use your rational mind to create a new view in halacha that, for which you have no source, which doesn't, with, with, there's no authenticity. It doesn't track back to, to halacha la Moshe Sinai. It doesn't come from Sinai. It doesn't come from Moshe. You can't make things up. But if somebody's already said it, like the Rif, and we see the Shitata Kadmonim, and you're using logic as the Me'iri uses it, and the Rashbo assumes, although he doesn't spell it out, you can use logic to explain the Shita Sarif. So although the Rif is very short, all the Rif does is he excludes something. You can learn so much from what a person doesn't say, if it's an Odom Godom, from what a person doesn't say, what a person leaves out, what a person, when a person keeps silent, what you can learn from that. When the Rif keeps silent, we learn the whole, we learn that he's paskening like the first view, not like the Abayi And we learn, therefore, he's paskening like Abaya and not like Rova. And we learn, therefore, as the Miri says, because the Abayi is a very weak, irrational answer. And he's not, uh, and he's not willing to, to give it that kind of, of credit. The Ramah, however, does paskin that age counts. Tagos Mamonis brings a machlokes between the Ravan and the Ravia. The Ravia was a grandson of the Ravan. They were both Baletosfus in the German school. Um, and, and, the, and one says, Paskins like Abaya, one Paskins like Rova. The two says that his father Paskins like Rova, the same as the Rambam and the Rif. So we've got the Rif, we've got the Rambam, we've got the, two, we've got the Rosh, we've got the two all saying we don't take account of age. It's very comforting for older people, isn't that so? Don't, don't assume that you're near the end of your life. You don't know. Uh, you can have a much younger person who dies long before you do. You don't know. Live your life as if you're living forever. You don't know. You don't know. You can't start thinking I'm at the end of my life. You don't know when you're at the end of your life. And we can't make any assumptions about that unless a person's a ghost. He's busy dying. Then he's at the end of his, his life or he's got a fatal disease. Then one can prepare for it. But until then... You're alive. When you're alive, you're 100% alive. How long are you going to live? As long as the Ramonisham wants me to. How long is that? I don't know. And that's uh, whether you're 40 or you're 20 or you're 98, that's how you live. I think I told you once about a friend of mine's grandfather who left Belgium when he was in his late 90s. And when and he came to it, he came on Aliyah. And people said to him, at this age, you're going on Aliyah. It's so difficult. He said, there's no future for Jewish people in, in Belgium. This was a long time ago already. Uh, to think about that, that, that's how an older person has to think the same as a younger person. The Shulchan Aruch brings the second view. He brings both views. V'yesh Mishomer, he brings both views. Uh, and the Vilnagon and, and so on. What, what I wanted to mention to you is the Shilte Giborim, which is really important. The Shilte Giborim writes on the side of the reef. He lived in the time of the Mechaber and the Ramo, time of the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch never saw him, doesn't quote him. The Ramo does quote him a lot. The Shulte Giborim is the same person I've mentioned to you before who wrote the Ein Mishpah, the Nei Mitzvah, the Mesoros Ashas. All the, the hyperlinks on the Gemara were written by the Shulte Giborim long before there were any computers, of course. And he quotes the Riyaz. The Riyaz is an Italian Baltosfus, the grandson of the Tosfus Reed. And he says this is Dafka with a choyle who's just naturally ill. It's not talking about somebody who's been shot or wounded. Uh, and, and from that we see also, in those days they didn't know about those, these diseases. But something that's an internal disease where 
the heart is diseased, there's been a heart attack and it's very serious, God forbid, or there's a serious cancer or there's been a stroke, things like that it would seem from the Shiltei Giborim, that's different. That's like, like a Goses, even though he's still alive, he's not on his deathbed yet. Uh, there you can't make such assumptions. But as long as a person is healthy, Baruch Hashem, no matter what his age is, age is not ill health. Age is not illness. Age is not disease. Age is vital life. You can be a very vital 98-year-old. Uh, as, as we know and we've seen, a lot of vital people at, at old age, and we have to assume uh, that vitality. And it isn't right to assume that the person may no, may, may no longer be alive. And with that, again, each day remembering to, to remember something from the Matmonim. If you can't remember all the details, remember the Machlokis Abaya Verova. Remember that we seem to paskin like Abaya, that age is not a factor in assuming survival, assuming longevity. A 95-year-old you don't know is going to live for a shorter time than a 20-year-old. You don't know. We don't know anything. As long as a person is alive, there's an eternity in every moment. Every moment is an eternity. So how long has an old man got to live? An eternity. How long has a young person got to live? An eternity. That's how we've got to see life and never think of life as something which has a predetermined end that we know and that we can predict.